0: Coming up, we have Nancy Stone, Coroner to Corporate. We're going to be breaking down and translating job descriptions. We're going to talk about learning from new technologists and the constant change that the corporate world brings to you. Nancy Stone, coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages, it is yours truly once again, the Corporate Security Translator and the author of So You Want to Get Into Corporate Security, hanging out with the coolest lady on earth, Miss Nancy Stone today. We're talking about corner to corporate, Uh, really breaking down what kind of that niche business, how do do you get into something like that and moving all the way forward to a corporate gig as an investigator? This is going to be a real, really cool interview, Miss Nancy Stone. Stone, I am so happy that you are here with us. Welcome, welcome to the madness that it's that it's called the Corporate Security Translator Podcast. Good to see you.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: You, are, let me tell you something. For the first time we met, I'm like, this is cool. I, well, my little time as a cop, I used to, God, hate dealing with dead people. And I said, man, how do you kind of get in? You know, like dead person coroner investigator into like a corporate gig investigation with with Facebook I thought that was really cool so I'm gonna have a lot of questions for you yeah, throughout this entire thing we're gonna break some stuff down for all the folks that are kind of transitioning from the military law enforcement emergency services and uh, in the federal careers and then even out corners man I might have to throw corners in there too because <laughs> there's a lot of that happening or any any of those kinds of folks man so I oh, look I'm, I'm just gonna be quiet I'm going to let you tell, uh, tell the folks a little bit about yourself, and then uh, let's let's break this down. I, man, I am intrigued.
1: Yeah, let's do this. And uh, if it makes you feel any better. Most of the cops that I worked with also did not like dead bodies. I always knew that it was oh. a real situation when I showed up to a scene or a house, and they're still waiting in the streets, and they're like,
0: uh-uh. You could win. Uh-uh. Yeah. This is all you <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I told absolutely. you that we could definitely talk about this. Like we actually I got this other podcast, BS Yeah, yeah. BS and about about security. And we'll just throw that story in there. It would be fun. But right. but yeah, tell us, tell us. How okay. what was your story? How did you do this? Yeah.
1: So I was a criminal justice major in college, kind of I believe, like yourself. Right. And um I decided that I didn't want to be a cop, but I still, you know, I I really enjoyed the field and kind of discovered this world of death investigation. And so my professors encouraged me to do internships and through the county and whatnot. And so I kind of worked my way through a bunch of internships and um, kind of work like that. And eventually uh, it's it was a pretty tough job to get. And so I finally got it um, and it was an amazing career. Uh, very different as you can imagine. Hell
0: then. no. <laughs> yeah. okay.
1: um, but uh, It was kind of this cross between, you know, science and law enforcement. And we joked that we wore many hats also like therapists um, because we were doing family members. And, um, but I got to a place, I kind of thought that I was going to be doing, like, this was going to be my forever career. Like, this is what I wanted to do. Um, And after, um, you know... Uh, many years in the field, I kind of got to a place where I was looking for more career development. And unfortunately, the agency that I was working at, um, as wonderful as it was, was very small and didn't have a lot of room for growth. Right. And so I was kind of posed with this, you know, um, kind of like fork in the road. Like, do I go to another agency that's bigger? Um, and try, you know, I would have to start from the ground up again, working nights and all at the bottom of the totem pole, um, and try to work my way up there. Um, or tech was kind of starting like this whole, you know, a lot of my friends were in tech, we were like, you know, mid to mid 20s, early 30s. And um, so I was kind of encouraged to start looking into the tech space. And I didn't really realize that there were, there was this whole sector of tech um, that's dedicated to like law enforcement, um, like liaisons, and, you know, dealing with like, uh, security. And I mean, every single company kind of does it differently based on the type of platform they have. Um, so it was a little daunting, but I kind of, that was the decision I made was, okay, I think I'm actually going to try to go into tech because they market themselves as this very creative space, right. like lots of room for opportunity and growth and fast paced and amb- ambiguity. Um, so I decided to go for it.
0: Yeah. And here you are, here yeah. you are. And yeah. I, so there is kind of like this, I mean, it's super niche what you do. Yeah there's not even like just the thought of by the way just the thought of dealing manipulating dead people i I had to do it a couple times when i was a cop but i just didn't like it wasn't my thing but but i mean that was your chosen path that was your chosen career that's probably what you love to do for a very long time but it is very niche there's not many people in the world doing it so how do you how do you go from that to corporate uh, you know investigations
1: Yeah. I struggle. I really struggled with that actually for a little bit. And I wish I had either, you know, I don't know what kind of resources maybe I missed out on, but there certainly wasn't as many as there are now, So you know, especially like this podcast right. and just on LinkedIn, there's just infinite resources. Um, but it like, it caused me a lot of like, I was distressed because, you know, I was like, I have this, uh, this goal in mind and I have no idea how to get there. And I am an investigator for, you know, death investigations. Yeah. Like how the heck am I going to market my, self from this like very niche position into the corporate world. Um, and so what I started with, and I was, fortunately, I had um, a friend that uh, worked at Apple and she was very encouraging. And then a, um, another friend that was close to me who was also just personally encouraging and said, okay, here's what I think you should do is you need to really dedicate, your time like instead of going home and you know dilly dallying and going to the gym and just doing whatever in evenings like go home and apply for jobs and like that was like my first i mean that was like the first thing i did is just started applying to jobs in mass i i I would like look around my you know my house really and be like what are the companies that i like i subscribe to and that i like like i you know i'm wearing a fitbit i like that like what does fitbit have to offer and I was really starting from nothing where I would just go through LinkedIn and look for keywords like, okay, some of these companies call it like a law enforcement response team and other call it trust and safety. And what is what is trust and safety? I didn't even you know every single company kind of call and they're starting to become more uniform, but um, they all kind of have different like titles yep. for, for, you know, yeah, for different do. jobs and it can be very confusing. And so I would sit there and I would make a list of, you know, all of these jobs that I saw on LinkedIn and I would cross them out as I sent my resume in yep. and started paying attention to, okay, you know, what does trust and safety mean? What does the law enforcement operations mean? What's an analyst mean? Um, and so like, you know, I, that's what I would do. I'd create these lists, cross them off, just in, send out as many applications as I could. Yep. Um, it was like a numbers game. And that's like one of the first things that I tell people now is that it's really a
0: yeah. numbers
1: game, especially- so see- it's
0: like yeah. it's like a process, and and it almost a part time job. It's like a part time gig yeah. when yeah. you're trying to get a gig. Though you already have a gig, yeah. I like, like yeah. some of the things that you said. Uh, one of them, yeah, you got to get out there, start applying, but yeah. then really investigating, which is funny because that's that's yeah. what you do, investigating yeah. what the like the job descriptions actually said yeah. Yeah. in order to figure out because not you know uh, you're right. The tech companies, especially, they create these jobs that the title you go, what the in the world is that? You know, it's under global security. Or something like that Or whatever other line of business <clears> of <throat> under, under the lawyers Or sometimes under even uh, real estate But you never know These titles are so weird yeah. So the, the process of going out there So I gotta, I gotta do a little clap for you Because congratulations you did, you did a heck of, of good work there But I like, I like what you were talking about The job descriptions And then were you differentiating your resume To each job that you were applying for Or was it like mm-hmm. a one size fits all resume That you were sending in
1: yeah, that's a good question. So a couple of things to note there. One, I, like, like you mentioned, this was like a full-time job, right? So yes. like I was spending all my evenings, um, just sending a resumes, weekends, sending out resumes. Um, I, that was another thing I struggled with was, oh my gosh, I have not, you know, touched my resume in years. Yep. And I've been in this very particular field. Um, I had no idea what to do. And I was, I felt kind of daunted by a lot of the resources online. And so I actually opted to put my personal time towards my like researching the types of jobs. And I actually hired a resume editor, um, to a resume writer to assist me with how to curate like the, the like the rhetoric of the resume. Um, yes. yeah, I know not everyone has that, you know, the, the resources to do that, but if you do, I highly recommend it. Um, I want to plug the guy that, um, did mine and helped me with mine. His name's Colby Goodman. He's on LinkedIn. Big time, um, Colby
0: Goodman. Yeah. Now I'll make sure, I'll make sure that he, he gets some of this. And so wait, first of all, he was good or did yes. he just set something up for you? Did he understand what you were trying to do? Cause I've had some people come to me and say, you know, I hired to pay 250 bucks, 500 bucks, whatever it was and I seen either up to like a thousand bucks to work on their resume, but they were very like uh business related resume, not really focused <laughs> on kind of the what I call the, under the the criminal justice entities which is any security yeah. jobs or everything else yeah. but this guy was good
1: yeah he you know um that's what I liked about him he, we had a phone call and he kind of uh probed me on like what I was already doing and tried to understand what I had been doing previously and what I was trying to do and kind of taught me how to how like the, the proper way to right. to word exactly how I was trying to get my skills across. And I mean, it really paid for itself because after that initial, um, you know, resume that I got help with, I was able to then just continue to follow that as my, Bright. as I was able to add to my resume okay. over the years. And so, and it's, it
0: was it's, like a template. You know, so he hooked you yeah, up with an awesome exactly. template. Yeah. And then from there yeah. you were able to kind of modify it right. as needed. And uh, I right. could just imagine what that first conversation with Kobe was. So uh, what do you do? I, I see dead yeah. people. <laughs> I, I see dead people, and then yeah. he's like, uh, "Okay, how do we translate that into?" Uh, I man, I, I wish I would have been uh, like a little fly on the wall to yeah. so see when you first tell the guy, you know? Yeah, no, I play, I play with dead people. Yeah, Thank you.
1: I get it. Multi- it's either excitement or complete silence. You know, there's there's no in between when I tell people about that. But um, I do also, while we're plugging people, we want to remind everyone that you don't always have to pay for it either. You can always, Amanda put out that great resume resource. There are resources online. Oh, that yeah. I just, you know, That's to right. Focus on my time on um, just figuring out what the heck some of these jobs were. Right. So um, uh, I know you mentioned earlier, like we were talking about how to translate skills. And something I uh, wish I had a little more confidence in when I was initially doing this process was, you know, reading through some of these job wrecks on LinkedIn can be super daunting because they're peppered with all of this tech jargon. Cross-functional collaboration, partnerships, you know, ambiguity, analysts. And so um, i actually pulled up two uh job wrecks from LinkedIn that are in the like law enforcement, you know, fraud world. And I thought I could like pull some of these words and kind I of love it. How maybe I would have um, translated these because at the end of the day, when you dissect a lot of this, it's already stuff that people in law enforcement and the public sector are already doing. Yep. You just don't really, realize it because they're it's worded so differently so this is key
0: look if you're listening right now this is a great opportunity make sure you grab that pen if you don't have a pen on you right now we're about to go over the translation of what a job description looks like out in the tech world as you're trying to you know come out from these uh, law enforcement and emergency services military out of these jobs so here we go i'm pumped i am ready
1: hey
0: hey guide us guide us through it
1: okay so and i i'll caveat this with I'm not affiliated with any of these companies, there you but
0: go. I like for example,
1: it. pulled up one from Netflix, it's called a legal operations coordinator right. on the law enforcement response team. And so like the first thing that I remember I would look at and say, okay, there's a thing called a law enforcement response team. And I'd make note of that and start looking for, you know, in LinkedIn, I would plug more like law enforcement response teams, like what other companies have these, yep. but in the requirements, I mean, let's break this down. Prior experience responding to legal requests from law enforcement authorities and consumers. So, like as a coroner, I mean that sounds like you know it's a little daunting to be like, well, these law and legal requests, authorities, consumers. Like I don't work at a business. Right. The thing I think to remember also is a lot of these requirements are not. Um, they're not like the final word like, you know, you can still send in your resume and it doesn't mean that every you have to hit every single right. one of these. And I think I definitely got um, uh, that that was hard for me because I didn't realize that at hey, the time an 80 an like, have-
0: percent got me my master's. So I'm cool. You know, A C got me through college, right? right so she gets me yeah. a degree. All right, I got it. All yeah. right, go ahead. Go so
1: apply anyways. <laughs> so, okay, so prior experience or signing legal requests. As a coroner, I mean, I was the one with the legal request. You know, like I was working with district attorneys. They were sending me legal requests. Perfect. I was like, you know, working cross-functionally, as they like to say in tech, with the FBI, you know, DEA, like all of these federal agents. And so I was kind of, you know, I could say, yeah, yep. i process legal requests. Not only did I create reports that were eventually, you know, legal documents, but I sure I worked with other agencies and responded to their legal requests. Perfect. Um, strong analytical skills with the ability to review data and identify trends kind of sounds a little daunting, but like, you know, if I'm thinking about it, um, a lot of all of our death certificates were, I mean, death certificates created for For data, essentially, you know, like, yes, for cause of death and stuff um, and to give an answer as to what happened. But at the end of the day, a lot of that is for data purposes. And so, like, I could have said something like, um, you know, if we're seeing a trend with a type of drug that people are overdosing with, like, you know, that is, that's a trend. Like I'm so, analyzing well, data that, that, was a,
0: that was a <laughs> right. huge trend in the mid two thousands and all the way to <laughs> mid <mid-2015 laughs> 2015 right. or so that was like the trend.
1: <laughs> right. Right. And like, and even, um, even in a small County in a small agency that I worked in, like if I'm, if I'm going out to a lot of these cases and I'm realizing that there is a trend with the type of drugs that people are using and overdosing with, there's something specific, then you, bring that up. I mean, that, yeah. yes, it's not like the type of data online that you might be working with at tech, but you can still use those examples, especially um, in your resume to kind of indicate that you have it. an analytical skill. Right. And that's yeah. what it's asking for. And a lot of these other things are like ability to maintain a positive attitude in, in, in ambiguous situations. Most of these job recs are talking about ambiguous situations. I mean, you know, there is something to be said about how the public sector has more defined processes, but yeah. I mean, you're always working with ambiguity. So it's, it's pretty easy to I find. I think when ambiguity. you
0: show up to like a crazy
1: death, <laughs> yeah, you're
0: exactly. like, well, that's ambiguous.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like your whole job, a lot of investigators in the public sector, their whole job is to kind of is to investigate an ambiguous situation, yes. right? Yes. Like and figure out what happened. So um, uh, I'll pull up another one. Let's see.
0: While while you pull up another one I'll make a comment then yeah. it, it, so it, it's funny that what it seems like you were doing it's almost similar to so I, in the book that I write on I say take take a job description if you're going to interview for that job. Now now you're interviewing for that job and you have the job description in front of you. So yours is kind of like pre-setting trying to translate it and I love that. But uh, I talk about in the book if you're going to now interview for the job you take that job description you look at each each every line that that's on the job description. You create a a story out of each and every single one of those lines of what you've done in the past. Translate it to what you've done for the interview itself, and yeah. what you're doing is like a continuation of this, or actually a prior. So we're playing, we're playing the episode before of what I write in a book, which is genius, and what you're doing. So please continue on. This is great. This is great. <laughs> this is great.
1: I'm so glad. So uh, okay, this is a uh, criminal investigator for TikTok. Um, we've got like again, the, one of the first things is expert in in expert in-depth knowledge of criminal and civil investigations in an enterprise environment. I think when I was starting out, I would have been a little put off by like enterprise environment. oh my gosh, I don't work for a company, but I can't stress enough like apply anyways, yep, because um, you can
0: translate that. you can translate right,
1: you it can. and a lot of the jobs that we're doing in tech, people have never because tech is new and a lot of these jobs are new, Therefore, none of, no one has ever done these jobs before. So you can't really be expected to have done this job before. Right. right.
0: So, I mean, yeah. you're literally, when you get there, you're going to create it. And we do have that yeah. a lot in the right. tech world. Congratulations, you arrived. We don't really know where to go with this. You own it, run with it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, that, you know, when I talk to um, others who are trying to go into the tech world or private sector, like, I like, that's one of the first th- things I remind them of is, you know, don't uh, you, like it, it, it might seem like we all have it together, but like you don't like oh. we're figuring this all out. Like it's, <laughs> you know, in a good way you get to be creative, but there's not, True. I mean, there's more process in the public sector because it's been founded for so long. Whereas here when you have a new job, that's never been done before you're creating the process. That's so it. here you go. Like you show up. And I mean, I've worn so many hats, within my, you know, tech career that I never thought I would wear, you know, I'm doing, right. I'm an investigator, but I'm also working on like a career development pillar with you're you know, a project Amanda, manager now, all of a sudden, right. now, now you're yeah. a PMP. <laughs> That's the other thing. I mean, a lot of these jobs are talking about program managers and project managers. And I think that can be kind of intimidating, but how many of us in the public sector already were doing projects aside from like our investigations, working on other stuff, but the projects that you can translate into your interviews and into yeah. market yourself. Absolutely. I wish I had kind of thought about that more too. I mean, when I was um, a lot of, they talk a lot about cross, you know, cross-functional relationships and I'm like, Oh man, I was on this like fetal and infant mortality board, super uplifting, but okay. that was a cross-functional relationship. You know, I was doing this with other people in the community that were had expertise in this area. Like that was a cross-functional relationship that I probably should have marketed better.
0: Absolutely. So. Another one too, that I, that I get a lot too, is the education piece, like a trainer, yeah. uh, some kind of a trainer or something like that. You know, a lot of people forget that law enforcement folks, you're either in an FTO, you're training somebody or you're part of the training yeah. group, or you're always training somebody about something about anything. And you got to be able to translate that too to those opportunities when they pop up that, you know, you've been there, yeah. done that, but this is a perfect example of that. And I, it's amazing to me. Uh, who would have thought about feto? And we, we don't have to go into it. But again, this is how yeah. ni- crazy, right. like niche you are. Because normal yeah. people are like, let's talk about what causes feto death. It's yeah. Like, okay. Uh, that's what
1: I'm saying. If I can do it, I mean, this is what I had a friend who reached out to me or he wasn't a friend yet. He, we became friends because he reached out and was like, Hey, I noticed that you are, you were in law enforcement. Now you're not, how do I do this? Please help me. And we became friends. And that was one of the things I I told him is I was like, listen, like if I can do this, you absolutely can do this. Like I, you know, I was doing something that was not even close to what I'm doing now. And I was able to translate it over. So
0: I love it. (laughs) So, so once you go through and you translate, kind of all these job descriptions, you get a better idea of what it is. You get in your mind what, well, I used to do this. It was just, it was done this way instead of what they're asking for it here. And now we also realize that even what they're asking for, they they a lot of times don't even know what they're asking for because it's never been done before. Um, But but now you're in, you get into this corporate gig that you don't know anything about or it's your first time in this corporate gig. Let me ask you a couple of questions and you tell me. So you get into this corporate gigs for the first time, because I, I know Facebook's not your first opportunity there, but so what is it that you're like, oh, crap, I did not know about this, or yeah. man, this, oh, no, oh, whatever the, oh, no, oh, crap <laughs> that you went home with down there. Tell me, tell, tell me or the listeners, like anything, anything that was like, yeah. oh, that's the difference. Yeah that's different.
1: Well, yeah, this is the first thing that comes to mind is how fast-paced everything is. I mean, I was coming from, you know, county office where right. I had like a huge desktop. I had never touched a Mac in my life. Oh. And so I get to, you know, my first job um in tech and they're like, "Here's a Mac and here's all these toys." And I was just like, "Oh my gosh." Like, I mean, I was I was like a child like learning how to use this MacBook Pro and it was pretty funny in hindsight um they're like wow you really picked that up you know
0: yep.
1: um but it is it's such a fast-paced environment um things are changing constantly i actually still kind of struggle with that to be honest like this yep. just this constant there's so many forms of communication as a coroner i was getting a couple emails a day maybe a few phone calls yep. and then writing reports and here it's like email what you know slack or workplace like all these different paths. I mean, Quip. you're getting it. Equip. I mean, you're yeah, you're getting it from every angle, and it's really hard to keep up with everything and do your work and your projects. And so, I think like and things, you know, priorities change at the drop of a hat. And so, this whole um, just moving really quickly. Oh yeah. Environment is, I think it's it's great on one hand because it, you know you can pivot and create your own opportunities and I get, oh, get to be really creative. But it can be very exhausting too, and very so very
0: exhausting. It's yeah. like it's like ambiguity is yep. good, but sometimes not th- that good, yeah. and then yeah. change change yeah. is good. But yeah. oh Lord Jesus, change all the time is the time. not that good, and yeah. we'll get that, and it's you know especially in the tech industry because they move so fast. You, you know the we got to get ahead of everybody else while they're doing something. So your your mission might be one, and then tomorrow your mission is another one. It's like yeah. oh Lord, yeah. what oh a- did you
1: like that project? Well, time to sunset it. Good night. Like it's, start we're not on working something. on that anymore. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're gonna work on this now. You know. Yeah.
1: yeah. That so is that true. Can- Yeah, that can be. And I think I was very used to, you know, as a coroner, they had a six month, there was trainings abound, you know, like a training to become a coroner. And then once you were in the agency, a six month training that you, you know, FTO, you had to pass and all this stuff. And um, that doesn't exist in the tech world. You create and you create the training, you know, like there's a, there's a, this is how we do it, but Every everything changes so quickly that and if you see something that needs to, to have a process, I mean, there there's your first project, you know, which is great because then you're you're kind of taking control yeah. of what needs to be done and and where the gaps are. But um, it can be a little bit of a
0: culture shock. And the interesting thing uh, that I've seen, too, you could be on a job for four months. Yeah. All of a sudden you're like the person that all the new people have to go to. So all of a sudden you became, you become the trainer of something. You've been only there for four months and you go, Oh, what? I'm the, yeah. I'm the trainer. Yeah. Like I'm still trying to yeah. figure out my ABCs here, man. You know, right. all of a sudden I'm yeah. the trainer, but that's, yeah. that's how fast it moves. That's how crazy yeah. it is. That's good point. Yeah,
1: in lawn person, it's like, Oh, six months. Like you're barely out the womb. So calm down. And here it's like, Oh, you're senior now.
0: Yeah, you look at tech companies, you see like somebody's been there for a year, they're like in the top 75% of anybody ever hired. And you go, how did you move up 25% in five months? You know, that's, that's just how that's how crazy it goes. I mean, that's just how it works. But uh, yeah. but look, we got we got. I know uh, you know this kind of goes fast, and I told you it goes really really fast. Yeah. So we got about four four minutes left or so, okay. and it's been That's a lot bad. of good stuff. I, I got um, I've been taking notes. I'm like I'm back in school right now. I'm loving this. <laughs> I'm loving this. Teach teach so me bad. something, as we say <laughs> in, in Brazil, Professora, Professora, teach me something. So I mean a lot of great stuff. But but usually you know I like to leave the folks that, that are listening um, with a couple of like tidbits or a couple of tips. Mm-hmm as they are looking through this transition or going through it or just trying to figure out where they are, maybe they're five years out, three years out, one year out, or they're right in the middle of like, Oh Lord, I started too late and I need a job today. Cause I'm sitting at home now for the past three months without a gig. So here it is a couple of minutes here to just kind of break down maybe a tip or two or three of whatever you think they need to know as they transition. Okay. So let them have it.
1: Okay. So I think the first thing that I mentioned was remember it's a numbers game. Uh, I think everyone has mentioned to me how like daunting and how they get really down on themselves. I got down on myself because it's like, you're just sending all of these resumes out and applying. And most of the time you never hear anything back. And that's just kind of the nature of the game. So don't get down, keep applying. Um, something that I did not do that. I am very, um, like, I guess maybe proud is not the right word, but like, I, I think highly of people that do this because I would have been too scared to, but a lot of people just like reach out on LinkedIn, like cold call and are just like, Hey, like that guy that I um, mentioned previously, who's now my friend kind of just cold called me and was like, Hey, like I, you know, work for this police department and I really want to get into, you know, the, the private sector and how to do that. And I remember I actually wrote him back and kind of flaked on him at first. (laughs) because I got really busy and I told, I kind of like unintentionally, I just kind of like, got busy Oh, and, get ready
0: you're about to get a bunch more yeah. calls right now yeah. and
1: for me for me i would have been like oh my gosh i i don't want to keep bothering him or whatever and he was very persistent it was like hey like you know i really would like to chat and um i just admi- I admired that the persistence and i think you know uh reaching so reaching out to people and just being persistent with outreach i think there are a lot of people out there that do want to help um i know i have done i have done it and um sometimes I don't get a response. I'm like, that's okay too. But there are a lot of people that do want to help. And, um, like me who have are very grateful that others have helped me get to where I am. And so I'm happy to pay it forward. So I think just trying the cold call, reaching out to people. Um, there's also a lot of companies, uh, provide incentive for those that want to refer. So I know a lot of people are generally happy to refer, you know, I'd say choose wisely only because, I think there's rules internally for many companies where you can only have one referral per job. So make sure it's a job you really want. Yep. Um, but I would say outreach is definitely, uh, I've seen become helpful for others. So I would that's,
0: recommend that. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I usually talk about back then your resume would get you through the door, right? And the interview door. Uh, but now today that person that you know that you made contact with you got to create a relationship with that's inside the building that person can get you into the building that later on will get you through the door of the interview because now it's we're out to the we're out on the sidewalk now you're not even <laughs> inside the building trying to get through the door of the interview you're on the sidewalk just trying yeah. to get into the building yeah. and uh people like yourself big time nancy stone can can help people get through that and uh yeah, and that's I it that. but look I, I i truly i truly appreciate your time um this is great to give back a little bit to the folks that are trying to transition uh-huh. uh everybody please uh check out you know nancy nancy stone down on linkedin that's right <laughs> uh you, you i mean you you might get bothered a little bit sorry but that's, that's right. how it works out here it yeah. that's it that's it so yeah. but i just want to thank you thank you very much clapperoo for coming out and, uh, and taking your time to do this—this this is uh, yeah. this is really big for me and everybody oh, yeah. out there. So thank you thank you thank you and uh, everybody out there so we covered a bunch of stuff look I got so many notes here from the professor the professora <laughs> as we said look, it, look it's it's gonna be like a part-time job you're gonna have to do a lot of research or even what the frick what these job description means don't don't feel left out like if you're not getting the call back and everything you just got to keep on going so so don't feel down on yourself you got to translate the job descriptions uh, you got to break down the JDs later on and, and make sure that it fits with what you've done in the past, look at this. I got so many notes here. This is crazy. We gotta. What do we got? Learn uh, new technologies when you start with a new company. Get ready because there's gonna be a bunch of stuff. They move really, really fast. So be comfortable with constant change. I mean, so many great things that we covered on this one today. So once again, I'd like to thank Ms. Nancy Stahl for coming out with us. I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, here I am, the corporate security translator and the author of "So You Want to Get into Corporate Security." Signing out one more time and another. great 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 podcast, Mrs. Nancy Stone. Take care, everybody. Goodbye. We'll see you. Thanks for having me. You are awesome. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye bye.